0: she watched the scare I don't know if she watched the episode yet but I know she earlier she was watching the scare because I heard me scream in the background and I was like what was that and she was like that's you getting scared by that disgusting bat What's what's with the neighbors what's with the neighbors
1: what's with the neighbors what's with the neighbors what's with the neighbors yeah so uh guys um oh yeah this this is is... our true
0: crime and paranormal podcast
1: um that's brie and that is amy hey um
0: and um we're called what's with the neighbors i think that i forgot (laughs) how to and this is episode 29
1: (laughs) and um brie does paranormal and i do true crime and uh thanks for listening thanks guys bye No, not by. Stay on, please. Stay on. Listen, listen. Hey, listen, I have a story for you. Okay.
0: Okay. You have a neighborhood story? Yeah. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure who was going to go first. I went ahead and pulled mine up.
1: Okay, well, I just uh, wasn't, I I don't have a story for you. I have a a story for our listeners. Oh, oh. Plug yours. Okay. So this one is from next door. I'm not sure how to state this, but here we go. I came home and pulled into my driveway in my alley, and an older man casually wandered out from behind my shed. Casually?
0: And,
1: just casually. Hey, what's up? And walked around my car. I was surprised and bewildered. Did my partner have this man over? <laughs> I like that. This is I the first thought. the first thought. <laughs> I lowered my window and, and said, howdy, hoping he'd offer an explanation. He didn't. Howdy. <laughs> How did their partner? <laughs> There's this random Wendy's cup pictured by my car when I step out. WTF is this? I thought I go around the corner and behind my shed towards my back gate, and yeah, this man took an <gasps> behind my shed. It's a crank face. He's wearing a blue sweater, has a hunch white, and looks like Bernie Sanders. Oh my. <laughs>
0: And he took a ship his shirt. Really? Like, he just is like, oh, I'm done pooping now. <laughs> See you later. I'll be back Thanks. on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> back on Thursday. Tuesday. day. Turnst- <laughs> oh, that poor person. Do you want to hear a story? I want to hear a story. So, you know how you always mention Sasquatch? <gasps> Sasquatch. You always say Sasquatch. Sasquatch. You say sasquash. <laughs>
1: what is it? Sasquatch.
0: Like, watch. No. Sasquatch. Sasquash. It's not Sasquatch. <laughs> it is My too. mom's always like, why does Amy say Sasquash and not Sasquatch? There's a T in it. Yeah, the T is silent. No, it's Sasquatch. Sasquatch.
1: <laughs> I'm being serious. It's Sasquatch. It's
0: a Sassy Squash. All right, guys. I'm going to tell you a story about a sassy squash. Okay, so I'm not okay. So I'm not telling the story about Sasquatch. <laughs> now that I've gotten you all pumped up. Okay, to do that, I've learned it would take so much, but also not enough, because every story about Sasquatch is like a dead end.
1: Well, duh, because he hasn't been seen. And it's like
0: it's there's it's just going by people's like the exact same story over and over and over. Oh. So I'm doing the abandoned town of Port Chath- Chatham, and the hairy man. It's in Alaska.
1: Ooh. So this is basically
0: like Alaska's Alaska's Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Um, there's a couple different legends of different like variations. It sounds like almost like different bright breeds of Bigfoot in Alaska. Uh-huh. I don't know. There's like a couple the Getty. Of different names. Yeah, like there's there's like a Nan Nan how did I pronounce that Nanook uh-uh nope I have it in here Nan there's a Nantonik and a Urely and just there's like big uh Alaska hairy man so I think Alaska hairy man is an Antonik so Nantinic. from what I was reading and
1: that is that that it's basically it's is a it's, breed yeah it, okay it's,
0: I mean no one's actually said that but from what they're all characteristics are it sounds like it's like another like breed of Bigfoot okay or like a variation of them you should
1: do yeti sometime too
0: that would be fun yeah so in the great state of Alaska many strange things happen
1: it's funny I almost did an Alaskan story today that would be fun yeah I you wish should, I did now should do one next time um did you know that in
0: Alaska over 2,000 people go missing every single year
1: that's a lot of people that's
0: five there's it makes it more five times more likely to go missing here than in the lower 48. So we are the highly, like, most likely state to go missing in because it's so big and just, like, easy to get lost. And then we have...
1: Especially if you're exploring.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I And also, we have our own Bermuda Triangle, an Alaskan... Yeah, I learned this recently. We have an Alaskan Bermuda Triangle. It covers uh, pretty much the entire region of Alaska. Um, That is bananas. Yeah. Are we in it?
1: Um... Or is it mostly, like, unpopulated? I think we
0: are in it.
1: <gasps> I think we are. It's it's. What if we can huge. never get out? Let me see if I can pull it up. Maybe much. that's why I have such bad luck.
0: <laughs> I mean, lots of strange things happen, like alien abductions and stuff like that. Um, ships have gone missing. <gasps> so. Uh, Thank you. We do have an Alaskan Bermuda Triangle, which we are in. Crazy. Um, also, people could go missing because the amount of daylight that we have in the winter time, maybe uh-huh. they get lost easily from that, or just the vast amount of wilderness, um, animals, bears. yeah, bears, and just these things just cause strange occurrences. <clears throat> yeah, no one really knows why. So let's talk about the hairy man, the Alaska hairy man. Okay like i said there are many different variations and legends regarding this creature um all have similar characteristics um the nantonik or the alaska bigfoot aka the hairy man uh-huh whatever you want to call them what they have in common i believe because i like i said i believe they're all the same thing uh-huh. um what they have in common is that they are known to be larger than uh the average Bigfoot, which is like eight to ten feet, this guy is like fifteen. Could oh my be up gosh. to feet. Um, he is an ape-like creature, just like Bigfoot. Walks on two legs, covered in hair, and uh, his foot has. Let's see. I think his foot could be like. I think they measured a footprint once, and it's like eighteen inches long. So, jeez,
1: he got big old feet. He got big old feet. Bigfoot. He's got Michael Jordan feet. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Play some ball I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so to I'm tell the that out. <laughs> good <laughs> to tell the legend of the Alaska hairy man or the Nantonic, uh we must start. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> all right. We must start with the abandoned town of Port Chatham or Port Lock in Alaska. Okay. It's located along the southern edge of the Kenai Peninsula. The town was first discovered by a Nathaniel Portlock, um, captain of a naval British ship in 1786. And what's, what was weird is that there were, like, no natives on the land. Like, usually you would find, like, Native right. Americans on uh, American land and whatnot. So there was no one settled here. So it was a pretty free place to go. Anyone was allowed yeah, and they had just stopped there kind of on accident. They were trying to wait out a storm, so they stopped oh, okay. there, and they left. Um, and it wasn't until 1867 until people actually started coming and settling um, after the U.S. bought Alaska from Russia. Um, In the 50s? 1867. Um, so it wasn't until 1867 after the U.S. bought Alaska from that Russia that Natives actually began to come, um, and they punted – for hunting and uh for gold mining opportunities oh, yeah typical yeah um in the late 1800s early 1900s villages began to populate and form a fishing industry oh sure typical yeah the town was known for uh, was known as a cannery town for salmon uh the place flourished with this business soon evolving into a real town even having a post office in the 1920s ah sounds fantastic right sounds fun uh, so in 1905, according to a log written by the cannery supervisor, um, he had reported something in the woods attacking and killing the workers. Oh my gosh! So the cannery was shut down. But why are they in the woods? Because they're like it's they just like in well, the 1900s, early in 1900s. I guess they got to walk home roads. somehow. Yeah very underdeveloped yeah you gotta to walk to your cabin we didn't really have well we don't even have roads on our street we That's just have true. gravel yeah someday someday we might maybe uh the cannery was shut down and they didn't return until the next season just they were scared yeah so in the 1920s strange things were more strange things were beginning to happen and actually come to light to the public eye trees would be found completely ripped out of the ground upside down or torn in half People would go missing or even sightings of a hairy two legged creature. Oh. In one instance, a gold miner, Simon Kosh cough. You did that great. I'm not even gonna try. Because I tried to get my I tried to get my phone to pronounce it and it was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. <laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> uh, headed out for the day and was never seen again. That's fun. That's I'm glad, I, I'm glad I laughed about that and I just said, Oh, he was never seen again. <laughs> In another instance, a man named Tom Larson was out chopping wood and happened to see something large and hairy on the beach.
1: Oh, my gosh. He had
0: run back for his gun, and when he returned, the creature just stared at him, and he never fired his gun. Why? Okay, luckily, he lived. He, to this, like, he just never did to it. To this he doesn't day, know they're still he'd... staring each other down. <laughs> yeah, to this day, they're just having the longest staring contest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're good. That was funny. (laughs) Um, So things got worse. Several doll sheep hunters had disappeared in the hills, and later bodies were found mutilated and dismembered. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: In the nearby lagoon. In the 40s, a group of hunters were tracking a moose where they found 18-inch long footprints. (gasps) They had suspected something much larger and more powerful was hunting a moose further along the path they came to what looked like there had been a struggle and only prints of the giant 18 inch prints were walking away from it so whatever was able to fight off a moose and carry it away carry it away like that's and moose are are huge huge. yeah bigger than my car um with all these incidents adding up the cannery was unable to keep workers they were demanding to have small or they were demanding to have armed guards and refused to work otherwise i don't wow. blame them. Yeah. Um, dozens of people had gone missing like dozens of dozens and or just been killed man that cannery's turnover right is high. like <sighs> maybe that's what's in the can maybe that's what's in the cans I think it's humans i
1: don't know ew Ew, Bree, that's disgusting
0: (laughs) i love it cannibal cannery (laughs) the town was soon abandoned in 1949 leaving only the post office But poor post office worker (laughs) then that finally closed in 1951 oh good so no one is there to this day in 1973 during some bad weather three hunters took shelter during, while they were fishing during uh at Port Chatham, and claimed to hear footsteps walking around them every night. Something sounded like something that sounded like it was on two feet. Because I mean, you could tell when something's right walking. It goes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did not think it was a bear.
1: <clears throat> oh my god! Of course, it could have been,
0: but I mean, you don't ever know. Well, I mean, bears usually walk on four feet, but
1: in the <laughs> <laughs> unless they're like Winnie the Pooh. I'm sorry they do and they're I mean when they walk they're heavy feet yeah but not like like walk like a human would walk yeah um in
0: 2009 a once resident 2009 yeah we're going all the way everywhere in 2009 a once resident of Port Chatham Melania Helen Kell was interviewed about her experience there growing up because she grew up there. And this is Fort Chatham. Sorry, I'm looking it up. Uh, Port Chatham. Port Chatham. C H A T H A M. Or you can go to Port Lock. Um, She recalled having to abandon their home along with the rest of the village due to people going missing and being terrorized.
1: Oh my gosh. Um,
0: by a Nantonic or a big hairy creature. She was also told that in 1931 her godfather was a who was a logger andrew Camluck, had gone out working and was found dead in the woods from a blow to the head by like a piece of logging log moving equipment so it's not your average joe could have right. lifted it and hit him up with the head
1: what the heck um and it seemed to be used as a weapon so this is past like this is like Way down here. So
0: here's yeah. Homer. It's like a tiny little yeah. It's right off of Homer. Like that's that's how people get to it. Is or that's how a lot of people get wow. to it. Is they go take a boat from Homer. Yeah. Sorry, you're fine. It's interesting. Yeah. Um. I also felt that it was important that she said that there was a spirit of a woman with a very pale face. Um, dressed in a draping black dress and clothes that would come out on the cliffs and just, like, disappear. Oh. I felt I, – it has – it could have something to do with it. I don't know because some of – that's why it's so hard to do a story on this because there are, like, tons of different legends. I didn't yeah. know there are so many different, like, cryptids in Alaska. And there's, like, shapeshifters. There's what? this otter monster that I'm going to cover one day. I'm excited for that one. It's an – Yep you'll wait just wait oh my god but uh (laughs) some people say that the nantanik could also like be supernatural and like have i don't know if it could like change into something or what but okay i don't know so obviously these people were spooked and ready to g-t-h-o-t-i get the hell off this island oh (laughs) as
1: one would i felt the need to do that that was beautiful thank Uh, you (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay so yeah they got off the island <clears throat> okay so during this time sasquatch was a pretty popular supernatural <laughs> being <laughs> he that- said sasquatch <laughs> sasquatch shut up he's <laughs> <laughs> <Such> a-, <laughs> <laughs> a pretty popular supernatural being that everyone had been chasing but the natives believed that this was different it wasn't sasquatch um they believe it was a antonic which i like i said i don't know if they're the same or not or they sound very similar sure and the difference between them is that they have been around for a long time, even longer than Bigfoot, and according to the legend, they are half man, half beast, and used to be a full human. Used to be? Yep. I don't know. Uh, since people have gone out to, or since then, people have gone out to try to capture evidence of the Nantanik. Even the Travel Channel and the History Channel have piqued interest with the Alaska Harry Man. Really? Yeah, there's shows. It's pretty cool. Uh... So I got some witnesses accounts in here, just a few. Uh-huh. In nineteen eighty seven outside of Wrangell Wrange Saint Elias National Park, a man driving, they kept his name private. And this was on one of the shows that I watched. He was driving down a road and came up on a vehicle with its hazard lights on and its front and its driver's side door open. And it was kind of veered off the road. <laughs> Okay. So he was, uh, obviously he was worried, and so he wanted to go check on the person and Uh see if they were okay. Whenever he went up to the door, there was no one in the car, just blood and signs of a struggle. Oh my gosh. The man searched, thinking the driver was just injured and tried to find help. Yeah. And in the woods, he had seen a large hairy creature on two legs like a human, and the driver has never been found since. not the guy who found him but the guy right yeah wait and what year was that two or 1987 okay in 2012 (gasps) an alex blaswell was camping in denali and he saw something large on two feet standing in the woods whenever they were in there he i guess he had smelled something too and a lot of people claim to smell something like really like a skunk smell oh a lot of times before a big which i never knew A lot of times before Bigfoot sighting. (laughs) You know what? That makes sense. It adds up. There it is. Um, On the History Channel show that I watched called Missing Alaska, they had went to find this hairy man in Alaska, and a man had told them, a native had told them he went to go
1: check out Port Chatham to go see what it was all about Uh after it was all abandoned. Wait. So wait. Hold on a second. Um, I'm sorry. I want to back up to that guy in Denali, cause Denali is like farm. Yeah, that's at and least twelve. That's, that's why
0: I get cause there's so many sightings of Bigfoot or the Alaska hairy man in so many different places. So that's why I think they're all kind of the same thing, but just right. like maybe different like variations, variations of it.
1: So um, sorry. No, you're fine. Cause uh for our listeners that don't know about Alaska like the port uh, lock is i would say it's at least 15 hours yeah from denali Alaska's a big state guys it's huge so and that i mean that's an easy two two to two and a half day drive mm-hmm. from those two different places yeah. so yeah um so Sorry.
0: yeah no 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 you're fine um so yeah he had seen and heard something and he was internally yep on the History Channel on the show Missing in Alaska they went to go find this hairy man in Alaska and a man had told them to check out that he went to go check out Port Chatham uh, long after it had been abandoned Uh, whenever he was there he was you know checking out all the abandoned like buildings and whatnot and he had heard a noise And then he had smelled a smell, and it smelled like a skunk smell. That's so weird. And he had turned around, and there in the woods was this large, muscular, hairy man just standing there. I hate that so much. so to this day, it just gives him the chills.
1: (gasps) That's so weird.
0: (laughs) Also, during the History Channel uh, show, they found, this is a really cool show, guys. If you really like this kind of stuff, it was, They, they got some really cool stuff in there. It was really neat.
1: Are you talking, uh, mis- Missing in Alaska? Missing in Alaska, yeah. I used to, I watched it with my mom a couple times. It, it was neat.
0: Yeah. Uh, they had found stacked rocks, which is also a pretty popular characteristic of Bigfoot or Sasquatch.
1: Anywhere. I see those all over the place.
0: Stacked rocks. Yeah. Like, big ones.
1: Oh, not big oh, ones.
0: I mean, I don't know about little ones, but I know, I know, like, big ones were a thing. And they were, like, testing them with, like, uh, uh, EMF readers uh-huh. to see if they had any, like, uh any magnetic fields oh okay and they were like reading really high and they were like wonder if this is why they're attracted to them maybe it helps them navigate maybe like you know compass and they even put a magnet to it and it stuck to the rock what yeah they were super super magnetic uh so yeah they had found some rocks stacked up and Along there, so they decided to go to that spot because they had taken a drone in to go find any sign of this Alaska hairy man and they had seen those stacked rocks and they're like, okay, well, we're gonna go there. Yeah. So they go to this spot and along the way they find broken limbs. Oh, just like broken tree limbs everywhere. Oh,
1: I was looking like. Oh,
0: yeah, no, not arms. (laughs) Like tree limbs. (laughs) I'm glad I said tree limbs. You're probably like, oh my God. why are they still going this is his cave
1: (laughs) no um oh uh, yeah and there's okay so like he's walking by yeah they
0: also saw like cool um there were these weird like trees built in like a star formation almost it it was like man-made like someone had built it And they don't know, like, what it was, like, if it was a way to keep track of where it was going or what. But something had made this weird, like, stick formation in one of the places that they had been. That's cool. Yeah. Um, But anyway, they had found the broken tree limbs and uh, they had found – they had started to smell this foul odor that everybody had talked about. Right. And they followed it. Stupid. And they – it led them to what appeared to be like a nest cave type thing where an animal car- carcass was Ew. and there was still like bits of fresh meat on it. So something was just there eating whatever Well, was. especially if
1: they smelt it. Yeah.
0: Well, they didn't know if that was what they were
1: smelling. Oh, Okay. I hate that yeah. so much. <laughs> but whenever, I am loving this story. <laughs> whenever
0: they walked away from it, and then they came back later, they started smelling it again. So it probably it could have been the meat, yeah, in the carcass. Um, also, when they saw this, they felt they felt it was a sign of something being in the area. So they set up a trail cam, and they camped out somewhere nearby. Obviously, not in that spot. Uh huh. And they began to hear something nearby and went to investigate and check the camera. Uh-huh. When they arrived, the rocks had moved along <gasps> with the trail cam, cam had been pulled down. And there were two trail cams up. And that one was the only, like, the guy was like, I put it on tight. Like, I know I put that on tight enough. And the guy was like, well, you know, I guess it could have fa- fallen. Right. And so they also found a very large footprint, too. And whenever they took the trail cam down, they watched the footage, and you see it's dark, it's nighttime, and yeah. you see, like, this black mass go across the screen, like, really fast, and then the trail cam goes down, <gasps> like, gets pulled down. Um, So, yeah. They should have had night vision. Right? I know. I, I That's what I was wondering. I was like, how did the trail cam not have night vision? It's a trail cam. I thought they were supposed to do that.
1: Maybe it was a cheaper one.
0: I don't know. Then history channel needs to yeah what the heck get better trail cams was that it that was it that was it i dug and dug and dug for information i even became a part of a page on facebook (laughs) and no one would answer my questions but like i could have put so many more because there's so many accounts of people seeing like what they believe was the alaska Harry man but it would have all been the same thing. Like yeah. people see this thing all the time. It's 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 very common to see him, so especially in those kinds of areas. Oh, that's yeah. so weird. So that is a brief little,
1: definitely never
0: story on the Alaska Hairy Man, aka the Nantucket, aka abandoned town of Port Chatham or Port Lock.
1: So moral of the story: Don't go hiking anywhere, especially Port Lock. Yeah. Or you might die. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. That's so. That made me happy. Thank you. (laughs) I dug.
0: Like I could not find any more. Like it was all. It's really okay. I was just like, uh, I was so excited at the beginning of the week because we were. Josh wanted to watch something on the Bermuda Triangle, and it the first, it was the Alaska Bermuda Triangle is the show, and it's on. I think it's Discovery, and I was like, oh, cool. Maybe I can get some ideas in here. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to get some ideas because they have an episode for, like, every weird thing that happens. That's and the first so episode cool. was the Alaska Hairy Man. And I was like, that's cool. And that would be a shorter version of Bigfoot because Bigfoot would take forever. Sasquatch. Sas- Sassy Sasquash. squash. <laughs> name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. It's already there. <laughs> Unless something
1: better happens. Do you want to hear a story about a Meta? Meta. Meta.
0: I want to hear a story about Sasquatch.
1: Sasquatch.
0: <laughs> That's how this you is, say This it. is for my mom. Sasquatch, 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 Sasquatch. You're welcome, Mom. Love you.
1: <laughs> you were saying Sasquatch. I know. That's the wrong way to say that it. That is the right. Hey, Siri.
0: How do you say Sasquatch? Sure. Translate into which language? Arabic, German, Spanish. <laughs> Italian, Japanese, curry. In Japanese, Sasquatch is
1: Sasquatch. Sasquatchy. Sasquatchy. <laughs> he
0: says Sasquatch.
1: He does. I'm going to start saying it Sasquashy, though. Sasquatchy. <laughs> no, Sasquashy.
0: Sasquashy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm my- only. <laughs>
1: Only doing it because your mom doesn't like and it.
0: And we said that this episode was going to be our episode where we mispronounce anything, everything anyway.
1: Oh, that's right. Our
0: April Fool's Day. Well, yeah. technically, this is not April Fool's Day for everybody, but, you know.
1: Yeah, it's our April Fool's happy, Day. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday.
0: Today's April Fool's Day for us, guys.
1: Yeah, so. not for you. Quit
0: taking away our fun. Yeah,
1: just... stop it. <sighs> <laughs> My joke was going to be after every word, I go, mm. Like, I talk and, like, yeah, that's funny, mm. Yeah, that's funny. So I can't do it. That it bothered me so bad. I'm so glad you're not going to do that. <laughs> well, no, I meant, like, while you were telling your story, mm. Oh. <laughs> but Did I you- kept forgetting, mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you're saying you're going to do that after every word in there. So no, gonna after take a long ass time. after
1: every sentence, mm. oh, wow. I can't do it. It's. I'm
0: glad you're not. I, <laughs> it. I would be very annoyed. annoyed.
1: Mm. Like, Shut up! <laughs> Stop it. Mm. So mm. <laughs> okay, so and Jet Donovan Lyles was born on August 23rd, 1925, in Macon, Georgia. Is it Macon? There you go. Yeah. Macon? M a c o n. Georgia, to the parents of Jetta and Williams Donovan, who owned a produce company. And Jett was a pretty smart student. She always had good grades and was well-behaved in school. But she also had the personality that just attracted people to her. She was just like people wanted to be around her because she was so bubbly and, and fun, energetic. energetic. But she also was able to manipulate anyone into doing whatever she said.
0: Oh, that's very dangerous.
1: Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it was because she was, like, so beautiful or if it was just the way that she would talk to people. Right. It was probably a combination of both. So, uh, she was manipulative. She was charming. But, you know. I just going to
0: like her for a second for being bubbly and energetic.
1: Yeah. That's how I am. Nope no you can't talk anyone to doing anything for you I so know, i can't i don't pressure people
0: <laughs> i'm like oh no pressure yeah you me too
1: you don't have to come over it's okay
0: don't yeah. worry about it i'm coming over right now no that's okay you don't want you don't you have, have to. to please don't <laughs> just like, just don't but you do you want me to yeah of course i do
1: i do but do you not if me, you don't want to do I,
0: am i making you feel like you don't want to because if i'm making you feel like you don't want to then please don't feel like that because i do want you to <laughs> are we having a fight (laughs) literally me you
1: just like fight with them for you (laughs) that's definitely me like can you help me if you don't want to it's okay it's totally fine it's okay It's okay. (laughs) you don't have to if you don't want to help me in fact i will do it for you i'm going to help you help me let me just do this whole thing i'll just show you
0: you get a lesson out of it
1: (laughs) but if you don't want to it's okay it's okay if you don't want to watch me do it that's fine too (laughs) Oh, I, I hate, hate us. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is why we're buddies.
1: <laughs> so she was uh, also interested in fortune telling and voodoo and Ooh. cast spelling. Oh, that's fun! I hobby. know. I thought I would, you know, draw you wow. back in with that one. So in nineteen forty in nineteen forty seven, at the age of twenty two, she married Ben F. Lyles Jr.
0: Okay. Junior. And,
1: yeah, his dad was obviously Ben Senior. Um, he, ben... I'm just owned... going to call him Junior. Please don't. Can you call him Junior?
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. You're like, dang it, now I have to correct everything. Yeah, I'm going to
1: have to, like... Just call him Ben. It's cool. Or Benjamin. You or... know what? You don't have to. It's fine. How about I just don't call him anything? <laughs> <laughs> How about you just listen to the story? Hey, hey, you
0: want to hear a white dad joke? yes, long as you don't call him late for dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why? late for dinner because you don't want to be late for dinner <laughs> did your dad never make that joke growing up
1: my dad's not really good just, at
0: just don't call me late for dinner <laughs> <laughs> call me whatever you want
1: <laughs> just not late for dinner <laughs> yeah never heard that before my dad doesn't really do dad jokes
0: oh, yeah my dad's lame
1: love you daddy <laughs> i love dad jokes all right so she married ben She's 22 in 1947 ben owned Lyle's Restaurant in downtown Macon, which was handed down to him by his dad. So his dad owned it first. Uh, The couple ended up having two daughters, Marcia. Uh, She was born in 1948 and Carla and she was born in 1951. They were like the power couple. He worked the back of the restaurant. She worked the front. He did all like the paperwork for it, but she was just like super good with the customers and and it, she was charming. Yeah, so, like yeah. you know, and she was good with the staff and yeah. everything like that. But it didn't last very long, the them never working. Does. Yeah, because in June of 1951, without consulting in Jet, Ben sold the restaurant because he had health, his, because his health was failing, and she never forgave him for that. Like, he didn't even ask her, like, hey, I'm not feeling great so that she is kind of crappy yeah and so she never i mean it was something that she liked to do yeah. and so he just up and sold like it may,
0: like hey can you take care take over this by yourself for a little yeah. bit and while i try to like take, take a care rest? of my health yeah or no. maybe i can go down to two days a week and you can handle the rest
1: yeah no he just like sold the it. money
0: doesn't take that like you just go home and do your work
1: i know Crap. so anyways yeah she never gave forgave him for it though Uh, His health was continued to decrease, and it was pretty rapid, so he met with several different doctors, but none of them had an answer as to why he was sick or pinpoint his symptoms. And on January 25th, 1952, he passed away. After he passed away, the doctors determined that he died from um, encephalitis. Which is basically swelling of an active part of your brain. Uh, swelling of uh, tissue. Encephalitis. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, uh, it was either from an autoimmune response or from an infection. That they couldn't really, they didn't have an answer of why. And Jet was like, not super sad because she was still really upset with her husband.
0: <laughs> I'm just still going to hold this grudge against you. Yeah, I mean...
1: I get it. But at the same time, like, he's dead. Clearly his
0: health was not good.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So she was like, he died. This is sad. She ended up moving her and her children back to her parents' house. I mean, I would also. She worked at a local restaurant earning an income and learning the ropes of what it's like to run a business. So she was, like, trying to move up. Move up in the world. Get
0: back to where she was. Yeah.
1: So three years later, in 1955, she bought back the restaurant that he sold. And out of spite, she renamed it In Jets instead of Lyles.
0: That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Which I think I would do too.
0: Yeah. That's cool.
1: So, and the place was a hit. It had Southern Charm, the customers, which were everyone from like just... Businessmen to judges and uh, political leaders, everyone loved this place and the friendliness of the staff to the charming of Injet. Everyone loved the atmosphere and restaurant. yeah, and it was one of the most popular places in town. And and it was the fifties, and was known or since it was since it was the fifties, it was known for women to mind their p's and q's remain appropriate at all times and not make a scene which was the opposite of anja i would be dead yeah (laughs) (laughs) she was like she stretched the boundaries she wore flashy clothes drove flashy cars didn't care what anyone said um and so there was yeah right uh she and she had the money to do it too. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah, she uh, was because of that though. She was always whispered whispered about, and was you know there was rumors like oh she's sleeping with a bunch of men, like she's a widow. At least
0: she's getting some. Yeah, like
1: let her be. <laughs> her husband died. Yeah. He she, sold the. She's
0: allowed yeah. to do stuff.
1: Yeah. Right. So later that spring, she started to go study with a pilot from. Uh, a pilot that uh, flew, I almost said drove, flew for Capital Airways named Joe Neil Gabet. And they got serious really fast. They went on two trips that year to Texas and to New Mexico. And then got married in Carlsbad, New Mexico on June 24th, 1955. So they like started dating in the spring and got married almost immediately. After the wedding, they mo- Joe moved into the family's house, like with her parents, which is really awkward. Awkward, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> like I understand it, but uh, why did he have a house? He was a pilot. He probably oh, yeah, was always on the on the move. Yeah,
0: maybe he had a house that was for rent.
1: Yeah. So four months later, Joe had a minor surgery for his wrist. It was a pretty standard procedure. Nothing out of the ordinary something people get done all the time. And the next day he went back to the hospital with a a rash and a fever. So they're like, what's going on? Do you have an infection? They could not find the infection. They could not find why he had this fever and this rash. The doctors were so confused because they, oh, I just said that. So they eventually transferred him to the Veterans Hospital in Dublin, Georgia. And he passed away a few months later on December 2nd, 1955 because of this fever and rash which was super weird yeah yeah so and jet was like i literally just had my name changed to this last <laughs> name and now i'm changing it back so she changed it back to back to her maiden name or back
0: to, back to lyle's okay. her
1: first husband's last name okay. uh she was like mistake so <laughs>
0: died way too early dude
1: yeah what the heck i'm not
0: about that life no been there, done that.
1: Not worth it.
0: Seen the movie. Seen see the movie. Or, my bad, is the 50s, oh, the motion picture.
1: The book was much better. <laughs> <laughs> With the life insurance money from her recent husband's death, she bought a new car and a house and started dating another pilot. And uh, people were like, Your recent hmm. husband just died. This is kind of cringy. Yeah, like, it doesn't really
0: look that good yeah, on you.
1: Everyone was, like, disapproved of, of it. Everyone. I
0: mean, I'm going to lie, I'd probably be a little judgy, too. Yeah. And
1: Jet. Yeah, what the heck? Hey, her
0: name was Anjet, and
1: she dates a pilot. Anjet. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Anjet. <laughs> you silly goofy. Ugh. She dated two pilots. Two pilots. What? Mm-hmm. Because this one... Oh, yeah, he's a pilot. Yeah, the first one died. So her first first husband... Uh, Joe. Was it Joe? No. No, Ben. Ben. Junior. Her, her... <laughs> See, that's why I, I was like, we don't need to call him anything. <laughs>
0: Junior. I know. It, st- it struck me like after. I was like, oh wait, that's why she said that. He's
1: dead. <laughs> he died. Her first husband's mother ended up moving in with Injet in the new home because she was lonely and wanted to be closer to her grandkids, which the grandkids yeah. are still young. Yeah. So, Fair. makes sense. Uh, but it was also, like, a win-win for NJET because she's, like, live-in babysitter. Nanny. Yeah. Yeah. I want my mom to move in with me. Me too. I know. We tried. and Come on. <laughs> move in. So her mother-in-law, Julia, also used to run the restaurant with her late husband. So they had that in common. They, you know, had restaurant
0: life yeah oh, yeah have... that's right because they owned it before yeah them. Okay. so
1: they both okay. they both had that in common which was nice and one evening a jet was snooping through her mother-in-law's possessions and found a bank book and realized that her mother was like well off she had lots of money so she's like cool this is fun so she started talking to julia to her mother-in-law she's like you should make a will you don't have one. You should make a will. You
0: put an insurance policy and put me on it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And her mother-in-law was like, mm, "I don't, I don't need to do that." And right. she's like, "Well, all your stuff is going to go to the state when you pass away. Don't you want it to go to your children, your grandkids?" And she's like, "Nah, I don't, nah, I, mean, I do want to." I mean, to. it makes sense, but at the same it time, does. it's a little, uh... yeah random why, well, why why are you pushing for it exactly so she's like i don't want to do that but remember how i told you that and was into fortune telling it's actually been in my mind the entire time I'm waiting for
0: all of that to pop up
1: yeah so uh she uh would often try to bring her maid because she had a maid and her mother-in-law to the root doctors and fortune tellers and, you know, dabble in it with them. And both of them were like, I don't like doing this. Please Bullshit. stop making me come. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh You know, so she try to get them to even participate in p- casting spells. Yeah. And it wasn't uncommon for her restaurant staff to find her in the kitchen burning candles and speaking to the flames. What
0: the shit?
1: Yeah. She was super superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I mean that's all I have about the fortune telling stuff it I tried to find like why she did that or if anything came of it and there wasn't anything okay okay it was just fun it was yeah. a fun little fact
0: sure yeah, yeah but
1: and talking to a flame is weird but you know you do you um do. no judgment do you talk to flames Sometimes do I you know. talk to no fl- <laughs> I can see it in your face. No, I do not. Did you see the judgment? Yeah, I did. Or the fear for your children.
0: I, I more so saw fear. <laughs> that was it. There we go. Uh, do we need to have a talk with Josh?
1: <laughs> so, Josh.
0: That's why I brought all those candles over. We finally had the talk, and he's you got like, to get rid of them. No more talking yeah. to flames.
1: Yeah so julia became uh ill in august of 1957 her mother-in-law and was admitted to the hospital i see you questioning things seeing a
0: pattern here a little bit of a pattern yeah does does she have like a mold in her house or
1: something it's that's probably it because it's the people yeah. that are Every, living with her. Yeah, we
0: yeah. get sick around her. It's so weird. Uh, maybe COVID's around then.
1: Yeah, that's. I was, oh, I was going to suggest yellow Six fever. Oh, yeah. So, uh, the mailman, maybe. The mailman? I don't know. Like, he's anthrax. That's what it is. Maybe he's covering yeah. her mail, their mail uh, and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, uh, and Jet was there by her side the entire time while her mother-in-law was in the hospital. Of course she was. Yep. She had all the money. She, right? And she would even bring her, you know, her favorite food from the restaurant and just hold her hand, be there, accompany her while she was in the hospital. Oh, and she also hand-fed her, which is a little weird. Yeah, I,
0: w- I don't like people feeding me things.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's like, what the candy stripers are for. Yeah, So weird. Yeah. It was
0: it's like unless it's like your husband and you're doing something you know spacy. I don't. I don't. Sure, sure, sure. Me things that's weird.
1: Yeah, even when Rick was in the hospital, I didn't hand feed him. That's weird. Yeah.
0: It's like here,
1: open wide. Here comes the chee chee cheese. Oh, that's that's a lie. I did hand feed him. um, Ice chips when he first oh, came out.
0: Well, like he was like out of it <laughs> for a long time.
1: <laughs> I forgot about ice that. Chips. His hands were also tied down. So oh. he wouldn't accidentally pull out that makes sense. one of his IVs. That makes sense. So, uh, da, 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 so, and she would hand feed her. So the doctors could never pinpoint what the cause of Julia's um, symptoms were. She suffered, so from, I know. she suffered from severe nausea and edema, which edema is severe swelling in the body tissue, kind of like her first husband with yeah. in the brain. She ended up passing away September 29th, 1957 and was b- buried beside her husband and her son. Um, a week after her death, and Jet was like, oh my gosh, look what I found. What do you think she found? Her will. Yep. She's like, Julia, my, my first mother-in-law. She had a will, and look at that, she put us in it. Wow! Yeah, she left her entire estate that's to me, so... and it's because she was there for her. It was the food. Yeah, yeah. she hand fed the food yeah. to her, so that makes sense. She's like so sweet.
0: The cream puffs.
1: Yeah, that's what. Exactly... Yeah. So jello. early in Ew, the
0: jello cubes, like hand feeding jello cubes. Of oh,
1: course. So... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to ask you a question, but then I I answered it in my head. So oh, okay. do you want to know what it was? How do they make jelly cubes? Oh, well, Obviously, I know. They cut it up. I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so early in the year of 1958, a year after Anjette's daughter, Marcia, or a year later in 1958, Marcia, Anjette's daughter, she was 10, she grew ill and passed away <gasps> on April 4th. No. Yep. Uh, and people finally were like, everyone keeps dying around you and Jet. Like, this is weird. Her daughter? Her daughter. Uh, so, everyone's like, this is weird. Why is, does everyone keep dying around you? Yeah, and widow. so, maybe. And an autopsy was performed because of the suspicion, of the growing suspicion. And, uh, arsenic was found in her daughter's mm, symptom. Mm, mm, mm. So the bodies of Ben, Joe, and Julia were all exhumed and the autopsies were performed. Mm. And guess what they
0: found? Wait, they dug up the bodies and tested them?
1: Yeah, that's normal.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so especially, I shouldn't say it's normal but when there's an autopsy that Something needs... Something that
0: big that's yeah. suspected. Yes, correct. I mean, they have to stop the person in their tracks because they're going to do it again. If, exactly. If they've shown a pattern. It
1: probably would have been her yeah. next daughter. Yeah. So uh, so the bodies were exhumed, and they all had arsenic poisoning in them. Hmm. After a warrant was given to search in Jet's home, they found several boxes of ant poison, which contained arsenic, along with what they what they called voodoo paraphernalia, like, candles, written spells, potions, powder, powders, and roots. So, and Jet was arrested on May 6, 1958, and was charged with four counts of murder.
0: Good. you were all kind of rooting for her in the beginning. I
1: know. She sounded fun, huh? Dang it, man, but. Uh-oh. The case was in all the headlines, because she was well-known. Yeah. She, um... Oh, And it was also talked about worldwide because like Dang. this yeah. woman, like she was no, or she was somebody, but she, yeah. So her trial was held the first week of October of that year and a huge crowd stood around the courthouse and outside the courtroom, like to see what, what was going to happen. News. Yeah. Everyone was hoping to capture a glimpse of this flashy defendant. Like she was beautiful um and they referred to her as the gl- the glamorous platinum-haired widow is what they called her
0: oh not a black widow but a platinum-haired widow platinum-haired widow, widow. That's such
1: cool names back then i know Stop. she was eventually sentenced to death and she was going to be the first white woman execute she was going to be the first white woman ex ex, ex- <laughs> She was going to be the first white woman executed. Ex. Executed. Executed. (laughs) Executed. (laughs) Executed. (laughs) Executed. She was going to be the first white woman executed. (laughs) I'm leaving, whatever. In the state of Georgia. And the politicians were like. We don't like this. We can't
0: have that in our state here. No, not in a beautiful state of Georgia. I
1: literally wrote, not the white woman. (laughs) She set the standards
0: (laughs) high for us.
1: After all the appeals were exhausted, Governor Ernest Van Diver appointed a sanity commission and consisting of a psychiatrist, a psychologist and a medical doctor to examine the pretty widow. He's like, I need to make sure that she This makes me look bad.
0: This makes
1: our state look bad. Yeah. To ex execute execute, you say <laughs> you said it before. I, I know, know you have <laughs> to just because she's white and she's a woman, like exactly.
0: That's sexist.
1: That is. <laughs> you should have let her die. Yeah. Well, so. You
0: know, get to get executed too.
1: <laughs> so the conclusion the team presented to the board of pardon and paroles was that NJEP was insane. So her death sentence was withdrawn. Oh my gosh. And she was moved to the state hospital for the insane and Mild milled, milled bill. And I don't know, Mild. Mill Edgeville Mill Edgeville whatever and that is where she lived the rest of her life until she died in 52 due to heart failure good Yeah. she killed her daughter she killed her daughter, her mother-in-law her husband and two of her husbands you
0: know sometimes I like a good Black Widow story they're kind of like you know
1: crazy and fun
0: not fun but you know once they get the kids nope
1: yeah, not not mm, cool. You
0: went too far. There's a line. I mean, there, the line was drawn already, but like,
1: definitely should have killed somebody. The movie is
0: not good anymore after
1: I've, you killed the kid. Well, and I feel like a lot of the Black Widow ones, it's because their husbands are abusive or yeah, something like that. Yeah, so and it's kind
0: of like getting back at them.
1: Yeah. So you're like, yeah. like Get secretly, up. yeah. Show him
0: who's boss.
1: And no, she just yeah, stupid Georgia. <laughs> not the white woman. <laughs>
0: Well, Anjanette, I'm glad, uh...
1: I'm glad you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. The heck. That's kind of a young age for heart failure, too. 52.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is very young age, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, anyways. Do you have a neighborhood story for me?
0: You bet your sweet ass I do.
1: Sorry, my mother listens to this.
0: (laughs) Hey, dude. I saw you moving your girlfriend out yesterday. Sorry about that, man. (laughs) There are definitely other fish in the sea. Take this and break it into ones and get your ass into the strip club. <laughs> Cheer up, neighbor. Merry Christmas. Apartment 3F. And they gave them a $50 bill.
1: Dang! <laughs> that is awesome.
0: What a great neighbor. <laughs> See, they're not
1: all bad stories, they're guys. Not all bad We have stories. good ones. So, you know, share them. That's hilarious. Holi- Please share your stories. Speaking yeah. of... Um, you can email us at uh, www.podcast at gmail.com with all of your neighborhood stories or your paranormal stories or your true crime stories. You know, any whatever of it. You want. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they don't just have to be ghosts and, yep. and murders, they could be like demons, aliens, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, stalkers, cults, conspiracy theories. We want it. Oh, oh give it to us. Give it s- to us, guys sorry that sounds dirty uh and to listen you can find us on all the platform all the platforms uh on itunes and spotify you can rate us and on itunes you can review and rate us so please give us a review it helps us out big time follow us and like us on all the social medias we are on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and just look for at WWTN Podcast. We have a we also have a Facebook group where we have contests going on. We interact with everybody. We do funny posts. We do reminders, all that fun stuff. And our website is What's with the Neighbors
1: and on there you can find our link to everything that we just talked about. Everything plus a link to our merch, which we have. A shirt now, and we have two different magnets. Two
0: different magnets.
1: Oh my gosh, you guys. We're giving y'all options. We're giving you options. (laughs) And the magnets are dope. Yeah, they're really cool. They're heck of cool. Yeah. So, um and that's uh WW or the website is what's with the neighbors.com. Oh, you just said that. And a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN podcast. And if you want to be on the donor bus, three dollars a month you get exclusive content and for five dollars a month you get exclusive content and our episodes unedited like there was something last week that we had that only patreon donors could view and we didn't put it in the episode to not
0: torture or to torture you guys yeah we did it or amy did it because it was too loud the sound was
1: it would have tore everybody's ears up exactly So I figured if it was on a video, if you want to see it? Get on Patreon. Yep, exactly. And we just talked about sliding into our DMs. So, so have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors bringing Amy, Amy out. out? What's with the neighbors? Oh, that would have been cool if it meowed just now. Meow. Say hi to your cats for us.
0: Meow. Meow. You could totally squeeze that into that spot.